The Evolve to Succeed podcast, where founders, entrepreneurs, business leaders, and experts are interviewed to explore the link between personal and business success. We will also investigate and establish the need for ongoing personal development, accountability, and support. The objective is to inspire you, the audience, to be better in life and in business. Hello, I am Warren Munson, founder of Inspire and Evolve, and my guest on this week's episode of the Evolve to Succeed podcast is Steve Jones of Skills for Business. With all the uncertainty that is out there at the moment, I wanted to put something together that would be of practical help for business leaders and business owners this week. And one of the aspects that's been concerning me and I've been struggling with since the call, wherever possible for team members to work from home, is how can we counter their isolation and how can we ensure they're engaged and motivated. Now that period of working in isolation compared to the usual vibrant and dynamic office environment at both Inspire and Evolve. Therefore, I thought this was a great opportunity to talk to Steve about his thoughts and how to keep team members motivated and engaged in challenging times. During the podcast, Steve talks about how he's adapted his employee engagement will to deal with COVID-19 and maintain engagement with both staff and customers during challenging times. You've got situations where staff are going home, where staff are self-isolating, so you've got to manage these staff as best you can. So it's about having a strong culture and employee engagement focus. So the first thing is keep telling your story, keep telling the story about why and what you're going to do uh, through this COVID uh, experience. How this period opens up opportunities for staff to learn new skills. It is the opportunity to go and get the knowledge you need. Uh, there's a bit of downtime in the business, even if you gave them two or three or a day, two or three hours or a day uh, of learning through this whole per week. It's going to be brilliant because you're going to be upskilling your staff. It's going to keep them motivated. And how right now it's never been more important to understand and stick to your company values. But this is the time to bring your values out and say, these are our values. You've got strong values in your organisation, I know. And how do we live and breathe them? Let's get on with the show. Welcome, Steve, to the Evolve to Succeed podcast. Thanks, Warren. I'm looking forward to spending some time with you today. Yeah. Well, you know, slightly sombre and unusual and challenging times for business leaders out there at the moment, Steve. So I think it's really good to have you on this week's podcast to talk about employee engagement and you know how do you get that engagement in isolation and in challenging times and when people are having to work remotely and I know this is a big key subject for you you've got your employee engagement wheel that you use uh, with your clients and as you coach them and kind of train and develop them for them and their businesses so and I know you've sort of adapted that to be a bit more of a kind of COVID (laughs) engagement (laughs) wheel uh, and I think that'll be the you know foundation of this podcast and hopefully some great learnings, and I'm sure there will be some great learnings that come out of it as a result. But first of all, let's just put things in context for our listeners. Do you want to just give us a brief rundown on your own personal journey? Yeah, so my background was, uh, sorry, well, nice to see you again. Um, my background was health and fitness management. So I was with Fitness First PLC when we had one club on the South Coast. We left 
I left when we were the largest in the world. We did it in seven years. Went through the AIM and the full listing. Opened in a club a week 1.2 worldwide. So I experienced fast growth in all its nightmares and all its glories and obviously change as well yeah. and management. Um, I left in 2001 when it became too much of a corporate and it was more about the shareholder than it was about the actual people coming into the gyms. Uh, it lost its identity for me, so I left, took my shares. Walked up and down the beach with my Jack Russell looking like a hobo, thinking, well, what do I do now? Yeah, Start Thinking this might be the great time, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. bit, bit of yeah. time out, but yeah, yeah well, soon got bored. I was knackered and worn, <laughs> and worn out. So, um, And then I, I kind of uh, decided I could help a few businesses grow. And what I did then was I started work coaching companies and then I got invited to join Sherlaws UK, who you are aware yeah. of, who were an SME specialist coaching organisation that came from Australia to the UK. Yeah. So I was the first into their business in the UK. Spent about three years with their company uh, working with fast growth companies. But I realised actually... Uh, well, as good as it was, because I had all the tools and techniques and methodologies which mapped my journey on Fitness First, the bit that was missing for me was the leadership, the motivation, the employee engagement. So I was noticing that these fast growth companies couldn't grow fast because they couldn't attract their client, they couldn't attract or keep talent. So I started to focus on that. Then I was invited by the uh, government task force team to, uh, that were looking at employee engagement about 2010 to co-chair their steering committee for two or three years. Yeah. Uh, Loads of great information coming in about how companies were doing this well, but nobody was doing anything with it. So I built a course. I think I came down and begged you to yeah. implement it in your business. <laughs> Which we uh, did, and we did successfully. So yeah, there is a, yeah, there's a disclosure here that we've used, Steve, within Inspire to great effect. Uh, when we were going through challenging times in 2013, 14, 15, yeah. um, you helped us sort of formulate and gave me some great ideas, out of which uh, came up with our concept of essence, spirit and beliefs. Yeah, brilliant, um, which is really, really great. And, you know, and actually, you know, there's quite a close affinity here because of, you know, what Evolve is doing. Yes. And, you know, and working with you on that as well. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad to be back in the fold with you as well, working with Evolve. Uh, yeah, and it was really interesting. So I, I basically worked with you and then I worked with Aish because you recommended me into Aish and we did yeah. a year with them and they, well, I think we made them too successful. They got bored, didn't yeah. they? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I got commissioned to write a book on uh, by Routledge with James Sale on, on mapping motivation for engagement. Right. And I built a course and now I, I work with companies on engagement, of course. Okay. Um, so uh, it's great to come full circle and be yeah. back in the studio with you. Brilliant. That's great. It's great to have that insight. So let's crack on with the you know detail of the podcast and the engagement wheel, which, as I understand it, um, has eight kind of areas that you need to work on to get true and proper engagement within a business organisation. Yeah, well, being an innovator like you are, I had to look at this wheel and go, how does it apply to COVID? Yeah. <laughs> and actually, it does. So I'm just going to take you through with you. So first of all, I think if, you know, if you've, got, you've got situations where staff are going home, where staff are self-isolating, so you, you've got to manage these staff as best you can. Mm. So it's about having a strong culture and employee engagement focus. So the first thing is keep telling your story, keep telling the story about why and what you're going to do uh, through this yeah. COVID uh, experience, I think is the first thing. Yeah. And I would normally score companies on this, but we're really early into it, so we can't. No. But you know, just remi just remind yourself of you know where you've come from, uh, and, and where you are, and where you're going. Basically, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because um, both Inspire and Evolve, particularly Inspire, with forty five people, you know, the last 10, 14 days, like all business owners, it's been a you know challenging period and. There is times when in the communication piece that I've been putting out, I have been reminding people that this is what we are, yeah. this is what we're about, 
we're there to serve our clients, we work the ambitious driven, they're being affected. But you know, by this whole situation, we're here to support them. That's our mission, yeah. and we are a great team. And we stick together through this and we come out the other side. And I suppose that's the story piece. Isn't it's it? so important. Uh, and it don't don't underrate it because um, Napoleon would tell you he didn't keep. Uh, Napoleon said to his, I can't get a man to die for money, but I can get him to die for a medal. Yeah. Uh, they really need the story. If yeah. you've got the story strong, uh, you, you'll be amazed what your staff will do. If there's a disconnect around the story, they're just an employee. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think there's a reminder there for everybody just to go out and remind people and, and yeah. remind the teams about why they do what they do because that's yeah. the passion and i think you know in a, in the case of owner managed businesses that's an edge that they've got over large corporates that are take will take very cold decisions at this time well you know Warren, you deal with smes all the time how many great stories there are how they started from their back bedrooms and all that that gets missed because businesses grow so fast they don't tell the story the stories binds people to the organization yeah and in times like this where it's it's, it's tough it really is a great to have a good story. Yeah. So the next aspect is uh, our element on your world is having a clear vision, isn't it? Yeah. So normally I'll be talking about a three-year vision for an organisation, but in this situation, you know, let's get clear, make sure staff know how you're going to manage this, what's the, what's the vision for your company through this, because uh, you've got to be a real leader in this uh, as a business owner mm. and paint the way. Yeah. staff and they've got to believe in you so it's having that clear vision setting out what you intend to do and communicating it yeah but there's a challenge there isn't it because everything's moving yeah you know, 20 no 24 hours is the same i mean i think if i reflect when we walked through the door <laughs> uh on on last monday um andrew and i had gone out to see a new client come back to new work we're saying well actually if we have some normality yeah. for a couple of weeks then actually we'll be in a good, you know, we'll be in a good place. We'll be helping our clients, all of those kind of things, and we can plan. Got back in the office two hours yeah. later, you know, rightfully Boris stands up, makes his announcement that actually wherever possible people need to work from home, and everything changed in an instant. Yeah. So I think in this situation you need a weekly vision, you need yeah. a, you know, or a daily vision as yeah. it's happening, because actually uh, you should always be planning, but never following a plan is the expression yeah. I think. Yeah. So you know you've got to look at it and be agile, and, and that's where SMEs are really clever because they can be agile. They're not big clunky machines. They yeah. can be very agile around communicating their vision. Yeah. So I suppose that leads on to that. Th the third element of this world is around the whole communication piece, isn't it? And and communicating what's going on. Yeah, if you do have a, a vision and you do have a story, don't let it be the best kept secret. Yeah. Make sure your staff know it. Make sure there's communication channels uh, and you're telling that story. And also, you know, maybe putting it on your website and also telling your customers because your customers will be concerned about doing business with you as well, yeah. you know. So making sure that you're reassuring them through these communication channels that you have a great story, that you have great staff, that you're still about uh, and that you know, you're going to survive this COVID-19 yeah. and be stronger as a result of it. Yeah. And I, I, th and I think in any situation of change, if you think of that uh, change management curve, yeah. you know, communication is the key in any of it. And, and at these times of turmoil and challenge for businesses, then I'm absolutely with you. I think uh, the one thing I think business leaders should be doing now and their leadership teams is that communication piece. Yeah, constantly, constantly keeping people updated because... You know, we'll, we'll go through the motivators later, some of the motivators, yeah. but there'll be some people that are very fearful if they don't have information yeah. uh, they can't function. Yeah, and then that can be slightly alien to the very ambitious business leader entrepreneur yeah. who's, who's 
quicker foot. <laughs> well, and he's actually thinking of the next thing, and, and but, usually yeah. that's where communication fails because they're three steps ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So, the, the, but basically, business owners are fast paced. They're looking five years ahead, uh, and employees looking at what happened last week. So there's a disconnect and energy. Um, and also, um, if you're an entrepreneur, you, you, you're used to dealing with change. Mm. An employee's not used to dealing with change necessarily. No. So making sure you slow down, take time, listen make sure you reassure people is quite critical yeah i think i had a with one of our peer groups last last week i had that conversation went through the change curve with them because it seemed really relevant as to be the subject to go through yeah and it's that reminder that yeah you may be uh, solving problem solving yeah and actually acceptance to what's going on and actually there's others in your business that are st- still at a stage of denial and fr- <laughs> frustration yeah. and depression yeah, yeah. Or immobilisation. Some people just can't can't cope at all. Yeah. They just you know, like the denial bit before. That's the immobilisation. They're just yeah. stunned. Yeah. You know, they're in um, sort of meltdown. Yeah. Almost. I think the challenge for us all, though, and you know, again, personally felt it in the last ten days, is that change event that starts the change curve yeah. is happening frequently, isn't it? Is well, that... it's a constant change curve, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but we're you know, entrepreneurs at the bow of the ship, so you know. We, we hit the wave first and then the staff get the wave later. Yeah. So uh, we have to deal with the bow of the ship situation. Yeah. And I suppose the other thing to do is is to remember in that communication piece, which is clearly, I think, the critical and vital piece of all of this yeah. in leading the business, is we've got to use the right channels for the Abs- right people and different people receive the information in different ways, won't they? Yeah, well, human beings are very complex. So some people like a visual representation, some listen to it, some people yeah. like to read it. So you've got to be open to all those channels. Yeah. Uh, and some people need a lot of content and some people just need a, a word or two. Yeah. So, you know, you, you really are challenged around making sure you're, you're hitting all the buttons for staff getting the information. You know, and it might be the best way is to ask your staff, how would you like to receive this information? Yeah. Individually, not collectively. Because yeah. everybody will be different. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're setting up um, all of the different kind of channels that we could use, you know, some stuff, you know, emails, yeah. Zoom conferencing, yeah. or some form of conferencing facility to actually get that for those that want the visual. Yeah. And the, you know, it's been easy while the office has been fully open and functional. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done any as many stand-up company kind of <laughs> announcements in a week. I don't think there must be a world yeah. record for all of us that are doing that right now. But, you know, but... That's been really important for me because I like to see people. Yeah, well, if you're a tactile type person and you are a feelings type person, then you need that human, you need that feedback and you need to see their eyes. You need to see that they're getting the messages and they're connecting with you. And you can't do that very easily through even through Zoom necessarily. It's it's not the same, but there's something for those that need that. We're doing that conference course because some yeah. people like to question, don't they? The, yeah. Right, where's an email? They have lots of questions, but how do they get asked them? So we're doing conference calls. And then we, we're using, we're trying to keep the banter in the business going. You yeah. know, that, that spirit. Yeah. And we're using Yammer for that as much as anything. Okay, you know. brilliant. But there's Slack. There's other Medians, methods. Yeah. That, and there's some great stuff going through that that just keeps the business feeling a little alive. But it's great that you're doing all these things, isn't it? And I wonder how many of these things will adopt when we've come out the other end as their way of life. Yeah, we will be a different business. Yeah. The other, Evolve and Inspire will be different. Yeah. You know? will be stronger. Stronger, different, yeah. yeah. But I think it doesn't take long for habits to be created, does it? <laughs> no, and not some of this, by the time this pans out, there will be new habits created. Yeah, and new ways of working. Yeah. Okay, so I think, you know, that really does cover off that area of, you know, communication. And then, 
the next piece in your will um, is around engaging managers. Yeah, well, normally I'm, I'm, you know, managers normally have a title and they do it. Well, I'm not saying normally. Uh, You do get managers that have a title and they just do it when they've got time. Engaging managers are are people that it's part of their role and they do it. And it's never more important than right now to be a really good manager to your to your people. So this constant communication, making you've got the touch points with your staff, you are listening to them, you are talking to them. Uh, and it's good leadership, really. Mm. So, yes, you need to challenge your staff, but you definitely need to support your staff as well to get the best results. If you're too challenging, then you can cause stress. If you're too supportive, then people get away with murder. So it's striking that balance between challenge and support that's quite key. Yeah. And the other thing is, you know, coming back to communication, being very explicit, you know, being very clear about your, your communication with them. Yeah. It's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because, again, there's a controlling nature, typically, Yes. to leaders. Yeah. And at this moment, uh, leaders and to a certain degree, managers, you know, yeah. there's that sense of wanting and needing to be in control. Yeah. And this whole remote working, you know, there's some industries that are so set for it and have been doing it and do it well. And, I, yeah. uh, you know, one of my things is to try and reach out when this calms down a bit to some of them and understand yeah. how they've really done it. Because we're, we're sort of learning well, as we go. But you, if, you can't be so, yes. yeah, if you yeah. can't be so, if, the, if that lack of control is there, how do you? manage people effectively yeah well it was one of the motivations as director we'll probably move on to that next yeah. but if you're a director profile you like you know you like to control people and resources yeah so you know you can in worst case be a micromanager so if you suddenly you've got no office staff and they're all at home you're mentally going to be freaking yeah um, because actually i've got i can't control it you know and one of the big things right now would be for them to be in control and yeah. they can't be no. so uh, you know you've got to think about your managers as much as your people they're going to have a real difficult time with the fact that they can't control yeah the people you know so it's a mindset thing about you know having to let go and having to trust yeah and i suppose it's putting in place some basic systems and procedures isn't it absolutely yeah you know it's trying to you know we're we're doing something you know where we need stronger communication on workflows, yeah. So that so everybody's got visibility of, you know, kind of what's going on, who's doing what, making people self-responsible for that. Yeah. But actually, it comes back to communication, I suppose. It does, and also, you know, if you've got the defender profile, which would, you know, is one of the yeah. motivations, which is all about sort of security and predictability. They like process. They don't like surprises. They don't like change. So no. the more you can reassure them through a, a process yeah. um, and how they're going to be communicated to, when they're going to be communicated to, and how you're going to get them through this, the more relaxed they're going to become as an employee. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay. I think out of all the things we've talked about so far, I think that that's the most most challenging area yeah it is because everybody's different as you know yeah. you know you've got well if you think about it you've got communication styles for staff you've got personality styles yeah. you've got motivational styles you've got skills so all of these are going on with bubbling away in an individual and we got to, as managers and leaders got to work out well, what's going on with these people around these yeah. and what's the best way to communicate and what will their fears be uh, yes. right now and how can we allay those fears yeah okay um and then we do come on to this within your will. We you talk about coaching people, motivating and stretching yeah. people. So yeah, okay. this is probably the nub of the matter. Really, <laughs> is, is is how do you keep people motivated when perhaps they're working in isolation? 
Well, yeah, motivation is a word often used but seldom understood and really you have to have a language for motivation so you know that I have a language. We have nine motivations. Yeah. Uh, once we understand what those motivations are, um, your approach to that person can be different once you understand what's driving and motivating them. And the thing is not to second-guess it. The thing is probably to you know find out, uh, do, a, do a diagnostic, uh, work it out, and yeah. then you know exactly how to manage that person. You know, uh, we've already touched on that. There'll be people who want to be in control. There'll be people who want to be in the office with loads of people around them. There'll be people that actually quite happy to go home because they love freedom. So you've got all these dynamics going on around motivations and your strategies for managing them will be different. Yeah. I suppose some quick tips from you around this time when you're at the coalface doing a diagnostic isn't going to be the most no, practical no. thing. You know, you know yeah. it's just yeah. not going to happen. So, so you've just got what's second, some quick wins or quick second, understandings? Second guess. That? I think second guessing it. So, you know, you, you, there will be those people who um, like a routine, like security, like to do a follow-up yeah. process, and they're going to go home. They're going to be isolated from the people around them. So that's going to be an issue as well. Um, but they, the quick win there is, you know, just make sure you're communicating to them. Don't... No surprises for them. Make yeah. sure they know what their routine is uh, and give them as much support as possible. Okay, So that's the, the individual that is, is going to struggle most with this, yeah. as is the, the second individual is the friend, the friend who likes a community of people. Yeah. And suddenly you've taken away their community yeah. and their identity as well. So they need um, a social interaction. So how can you help them socially interact yeah. Um, that could be providing tools like Zoom, etc., so that they can use that to talk to people. Uh, they could be the voice for your company, so they could be the person who does all the communicating for you. So, you know, use their motivations wisely so it's not all down to you. Mm-hmm. You might have someone who's very good at talking to everybody or yeah. make them the person for communication, example, yeah. for example. So they're the people who are going to struggle most, really. The people who are not going to struggle are the people like you and I who sit in this sort of, like, creator innovation space so yeah. we, we we like problems we like solving problems so this kind of stuff is kind of like i chuckle <laughs> i've given my uh, daughter a lift to school today and i was having that exact conversation was actually this is this is tough yeah and it's not enjoyable in any way shape or form but she's saying you seem less stressed now yeah than kind of like daddy normally is <laughs> yeah. and i'm saying well actually there's there's these situations where you are you can you're in control of it yeah and i and there's times when you are out of control yeah and the times where you're out of control because events are dictating to what you need to do is be the best you can be in that scenario and behave rationally exactly and make decisions yeah you can only deal with what you can deal with you only can deal with what's in front of you and actually that in a way it's going to sound bizarre to some listeners to me is very stressful yeah because actually it enables me to be creative and innovative yeah. But actually, I know I'm giving it my best for our clients, for our team, and for the business. Yeah, and that that's rational. It's you know. Yeah, for you and I, but for someone who's a defender profile, they would see that they say, Look, you know, I need all the processes. We know we did stay as we are. We need to be rigid. Yeah. Uh, they would be looking at it completely different to you and I. Yeah. We're just going, well, okay, we've got to face this adversity, so let's be as, as imaginative as we can and creative as we can, and let's get through it. We'll have a, a win-win scenario yeah. mindset. You know, we're going to get through this, and we've just yeah. got to find the path. Uh, that's, that's going to scare a lot of people who mm. are typically actually not wired the same way. No. So what's the defender profile? Defender, because, yeah. because in a lot of businesses, a lot of employees perhaps 
you know, have that defender Well, defender profile, mindset. yeah, is more about security and predictability. We like things as they are. We don't yeah. like a lot of change. Um, why, are, why are you coming up with all these ideas, Warren? We don't need to do all that. Yeah. We just need to keep to our process. That's how they'll think. Yeah. But it's interesting you talk about that because what will happen right now, uh, there'll be a shift in company um, motivation right now because before this came along, yeah. you might be very gung-ho, very focused on commercials, but the shift now in companies will be actually we're not thinking about commercials now, we're thinking about survival. Yeah. So the defender profile will be very prevalent in the organisation right now. Yeah. How are we going to button down our hatches? How are we going to get through this? So there'll be a shift in energy in the whole business around getting through this as yeah. well. Definitely. I think it's the mindset of us all, isn't it? Yeah, you know? absolutely. You know, and then there'll be people who, you know, will be really struggling who want their director who wants to be in control of what's going on. Yeah. Well, you can't control it. No, Don't just, even try. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you've just got to be flexible in your thinking and adapt a different mindset. Yeah. So there's going to be some motivations at play that are going to, people are going to struggle with and people are going to thrive with. Yeah. Okay. And anything we can do to generally coach people at the moment? Well, I think there's a lot of opportunity. Uh, the way I look at it right now, we're all we're all grappling with um, with what COVID nineteen is brought to the table, mm. brought to our businesses. I think there'll be a point where um, it might settle down, maybe months time, and then I, I think so. you'll have a lot of staff that are not gainfully fully employed because you can't go and have meetings, you can't talk to clients. Mm. So there'll be an opportunity where companies could invest in training, say and mm. start to get some staff training done through online portals and stuff because I think um, it's an opportunity to to scale up the skills. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Even two weeks ago, I was saying to our leadership team, um, and we've announced this to our team since, is that's our mindset, is that we've yeah. got you know we've got a pipeline of work. Yeah. Our client will need, still need to be around for our clients, but that will be more the advisory, not compliance. Yeah. So for those um, team in general, if we're going to come out of this, stronger yeah um then and and with an ability to serve our clients better because we just that is going to shift and change then this is a time for us to focus on all of those internal projects that you know the wish list yeah absolutely the things you can't get around to doing because you're too busy well let's deploy some resource to get through the wish list so yeah. we're you know the, the projects internally that we really want to do that we know are important to us yeah that we just don't get to day in day out let's deploy some resource to do that and I've challenged every member in our business to report back up to their line manager. You know, what if they if we were to do some online training, if they're going to find some webinars, yeah. what subjects would be relevant to them? But consider it in light of their most recent one-to-one. Brilliant. Perfect. And, so, and I think that's a great, great approach. Yeah, it links back to their yeah, their one-to-ones, yeah. which is perfect. Here's the opportunity to go and get the knowledge you need. Uh, yeah. It's a bit of downtime in the business, even if you gave them two or three or a day, two yeah. or three hours or a day. Yeah, uh, of learning through yeah. this whole uh, per week, yeah. it's going to be brilliant because you're going to be upskilling your staff. It's going to keep them motivated because there was, you know, certain motivations. Love to learn as well. Yeah. That's one of the motivations to learn. But I think it, it keeps them focused as well. If they it can, they can feel they're advancing even during this period yeah. of of, of uh, uncertainty. I think the challenge is, and if we're being realistic, and, and we have to be on this podcast, is it's that challenge between that is an investment for the longer term, whereas cash flow might dictate. yeah. Well, you know, other decisions having to be made by different 
types of business. Yeah, I think this is where everybody's got to be a bit versatile because you know your cash, if your cash flow is dented, why should I be spending on education? Yeah. Um, the good thing about online stuff, it doesn't have to be as expensive as face to face. So yeah. it's just hunting around and finding the you know the best deals. There's actually some great stuff just on YouTube. And, yeah, absolutely. And that kind of stuff, isn't there? Yeah. Well, previously when I've spoken about this, uh, this whole whole stuff. When you talk about challenges for business, you look at universities. Uh, they've charged nine thousand pounds a term, I think it is, to come in, yeah. and you can walk into, you can get a YouTube video of the best person in the world talking about that for free. So yeah. there's the challenge for the universities. Yeah. And right now, it's great because you can go on YouTube and you can learn anything. Yeah. So. So one idea actually is um, is is to get your organisation if if you're engaging, giving them some time to do that training, to share some of that great content. Yeah. In the business, so the best pieces of learning get shared be, with so, everyone that's a cracking idea so you know actually at the end of it basically when they've done the learning right present to present to the team through yeah. zoom maybe yeah okay yeah good and then we kind of move on to this kind of listen involve kind of process yeah well in employee engagement terms um richard branson would say you know i don't employ staff to tell them what to do i employ them so they can tell me what to do yeah so you want that kind of philosophy running through your organization where staff are coming up with ideas they're at the coalface they know the issues they want to be listened to and heard and that connects yeah. them with the business more so ever right now if they're yeah. sitting at home and they've got issues we need to know what they are yeah you know? so so we're doing actually so again another piece of practical piece that um i've implemented in the business as of yesterday, first day we did homework and is a is a traffic light system. Yeah. So what we're getting is and I think it comes back to dialogue. What we want to do is encourage the line supervisors, managers to have and directors to have daily proper conversations with their team. Yeah. yeah. And for me there's two critical questions and we're using a traffic light, so the the traditional yeah. green, amber, red. Yeah. Um, which is uh, the two questions are in terms of workflow and serving your job specification. Yeah. Where are you right now? Okay. Yeah. So that's the kind of, I suppose, the business critical piece. Yeah. Are, are people still able to do what we need them to do yeah. from a business perspective? And then we are second traffic light is well being. Yeah. Is right. How are you feeling right now working at home? working in isolation, how's your own personal well-being? And again, we're doing green, yeah. amber, red. And what we're doing is we're collating those at the end of every day and feeding them up ultimately to the leadership and director team so we have visibility of what's going on. And I think, you know, we talked earlier about reporting. I think yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. a really practical way yeah. for maybe some of our listeners to implement that in their business because you, you don't need these big formal reports, but you've got to have visibility and you've got to be able to listen and for me if you can see somebody's those you know those traffic lights deteriorating then that's the time when you really got to start to listen and involve those individuals yeah but that's exactly what i was talking about and i think that's a fantastic example of the way you're implementing it in the business it's it's it's, it's not reporting it's a finger on the pulse you need your, your pulse you need to check the pulse yeah. of your business and the pulse of your staff yeah. basically uh, on the two accounts that you were talking about where it's the workflow but also how am i feeling how am I coping with this new world I've been thrust into? Yeah, no, definitely. But it is challenging, isn't it? That listening piece um, is yeah, it's it, easier to slip into um, dictatorial mode. It's quite funny, this, yeah. Rather than that listening <laughs> mode when you're in an environment of constant change. Yeah, that, but that's a skill of being a coach, isn't it? If you're a coach, you have to ask questions and not yeah. bring your own thoughts to the thought. 
yeah. you've got to tease it out of people. But it's interesting you're talking about that because um, separate to before the COVID um, thing came along, BMW have now reverted to coaching their people for an hour once a week. So their managers may have 12 staff. They do 12 hours of one-to-one coaching. Yeah. And you might that might sound awful, but what they've discovered is actually it saves them a hell of a lot of time yeah. in in firefighting because it's managed up front. Yeah. So right now, if you're talking to your staff constantly, it's good good use of your time. You might not feel like it is, but it probably is the best thing you can do. No, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I th- and it's that I'm going to probably get this adage wrong. It's you know, people really do you know remember how you made them feel. Yeah, absolutely. I know the one you're trying to say, and I can't remember it. Either. No, I haven't got it. So, <laughs> any listeners? <laughs> give it, but it is, isn't it? You yeah, know, yeah, it's how it's how you make them feel. It's making how you make f- people feel yeah. is important, and listening is a big part of that, isn't it? Yeah, that they feel included it. in this process. Yeah, and that comes to the servant leader. You know, you're, you're there to serve your staff and look after your staff and show them the way. Yeah, you know, so it comes back to you, not you dictating, but them you listening and then acting yeah. on what you hear. Right, I'll make a note of that. <laughs> Not easy to do. Not so easy to do no, all the time. No. When yeah, when you're under pressure and, and your business is stressed. Yeah, we've got all these times, other. Well, you're juggling yeah. all these balls, aren't you? Which are um, staff probably not aware of. No, as well. And you've got your own personal circumstances yeah. to consider. And who who's your coach in this it's, situation? It's been interesting to see some some great messages that I've received from our team. You know, um, where actually you you think they don't understand, but deep down they do. Yeah, well, I think you've had some great messages of support, which meant a lot to me. You know, because it means that we're trying to do things the right way, and we're rec- they're recognising we're doing things in the right way in difficult times. Yeah, but I think you've been very transparent in your leadership style, um, both evolve and also inspire. When you wear your heart on your sleeve, still like I, you do. You know, yeah. you've told your story of adversity and you and and you know and vulnerability, which is is key to building trust. You yeah. know you're a human being you've got challenges like they have yeah. and they see you as a human being not as just a, a boss that's going to come down hard on them if they do things wrong yeah and there's a big difference yeah okay so we're making our way around the wheel now two more elements really to cover next is a set of values yeah well most companies will have a set of values and usually when i'm doing this i say do you have a set of values and could you name them and most most people can't but this is the time to bring your values out and say these are our values you've got strong values in your organization i know um and how do we live and breathe them basically and living and breathing them means actually the consequences and rewards but right now it's about reminding people about our values as an organization what we stand for uh, um, and living by those through these difficult times is when those values get challenged. It is. It's easy to have those values stuck on a wall somewhere, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and in good times, everybody can follow us uh, and probably um, can follow that set of values. But, yeah, do you adhere to them at these times? And perhaps a reminder of, of what your value set, your essence, spirit and beliefs yeah. in my world is um, and ensure you're adhering to them in all you do and how you treat your yeah. customers, your team, your staff. Yeah. And, and make decisions as far as possible in line with those is critical, isn't it? Well, you've got to keep them, they've got to be alive and breathing in your organisation and therefore consequences and rewards, you know, you'd have them in your induction programme normally uh, and you'd have them in your appraisal processes as well um, so that you can measure people against those, not so you're trying to catch them out, just so you're trying to promote best practice. You know, this is the way we do things around here. I've just seen you do that. That's brilliant. That's an example of living our values. So you bring them to life rather yeah. than actually well, they're on the wall somewhere. Oh, yeah, I've walked past them every day for, for five weeks, but I couldn't tell you what they yeah. are because I've forgotten. So that that's interesting because you come back to that um, that motivator that likes, you know, likes to be the friend, likes to communicate the good yeah. thing. 
is actually trying to sat here now i'm thinking well we we have those individuals in a business we should be trying to engage with them so when they hear the good stuff yeah they're amplifying it yeah they, they're the people who are going to shout about yeah. it and that's what you want you want your people you want your champions to be shouting about it and then basically you know that to be instilled in your organization yeah so you know we're, we're seeing best practice every day here's all the examples yeah and i suppose that really comes down to this uh, live, breathe, and um, evidence piece, which is the last element of the wheel. Yeah, so you know, there's no point having a set of values if you're not going to live and breathe and evidence them. So the consequences and rewards, you know, if you've got someone who's, who's not living those values, they should be called on it yeah. straight away. You know, not reprimanded, but just said, look, that's not, you know, pull back in line. That's not what we do around here. That's not the way we treat our customers and our and our colleagues. So um, this is what we do. Yeah, pulling them back online so that you actually live, so that becomes part of the, the fabric of how you how you work as an organization okay wow so that's the wheel then. that is the wheel <laughs> okay um we'll sum up in a, in a in a minute or two but if people want a copy of that wheel yeah just, where can, how can they reach out to you they can contact me through um my well my email i guess is best it's steve it's a long email so get your pen ready <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, steve at and it's skills s-k-i-l-l-s for f-o-r business training dot co dot uk okay and if you didn't have a pen and paper just Become a member of EvolveMembers.com and drop me a message. Yeah, I think that would be easier because uh, you, you're better than me if you can get that down in as quickly as I said it. But, yeah, but the, we, we'll make the world available to you all. Any listeners that want it, just reach out to us and we'll make that world available. I just um, – we talked about different motivations, you yeah. know, around that and, and that piece around motivational map, maps and the nine kind of characters. What's your experience in these sort of situations and perhaps you know, the rapid growth piece as well as a period of changes? How is language, you know, the use of language and secondly, um, different age groups? You know, we've yeah. had this whole, you know. OK, so um, good leadership. Uh, one of the things that underpins good leadership in these in any situation, but particularly in fast growth, is being very, very explicit in what you say because yes. you quite often think you've said something and it's interpreted differently so i could give you a quick example yeah please do um if i said the cat sat on the map yeah uh you would have a version of the cat sat on the map and i go right what's your cat look like and then you go it's black and this person goes, oh, mine's brown how's it sitting oh, it's curled uh, mine's st- mine stood up mine's lying down uh so the, what's the mat like um so i did this once with a company and, she, and the woman said well matt's my husband so you know sitting on mat means sitting on my husband so just simple phrase like that is the cat indoors or out you know all these kinds of things um it's inside during covid19 (laughs) (laughs) so um you know you you just gotta be very very explicit and one of the ways to overcome that is to get them to repeat back to you what it's a bit stupid it might sound stupid but to get them to tell you what you've just told them so do you fully under do you fully understand what i said can you just tell me what i've told you yeah okay yeah that's it, you got it. Right. So you're kind of confirming before you move to the next piece. So in one-to-one discussions during this piece where communication and clarity is everything yep. and you don't want misunderstanding, that's a good tip, isn't it? That's, yeah. 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 So just get them to clarify what you think you've told them. Yeah. So it's very clear, especially if it's an important message. Okay. And this piece around, you know, generations and how they'll cope. Yeah, well, it's... 
Yeah, it's really, really interesting because if you look at Maslow, um, it, it reflects on Maslow quite a lot of the time. When people come into an organisation, they expect to be looked after, helped, supported, and then they get a little bit more uh, qualified. So then it's all about achievement. How can I go forward in this organisation? And then you get to the point where we are, where it's self-actualisation. We move into the self-actualisation space where actually I think you get to an age of about 40, 45. This yeah. is my perception. I'm only just there. <laughs> I think you're ahead of the curve. Um, and you kind of think, well, what's in this for me? I've been running around working hard for somebody else, but now what, what do I want? Yeah. So you come into this self-actualization space where it's about what you want and, and life on your terms. Yeah. So you've got these three kind of energies in your organization through staff. Yeah. Uh, and you've got your generational stuff going on. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, they, they say there's no loyalty with the staff coming in now. You know, yeah. they'll join. But one of the things, that, one of the reasons they will join your organization is because they will look, for, when we started out, our parents, would have told us go and get a job go and get a safe job and this is the job you're going to have mm. kind of so you probably end up accounting for that reason yeah i want to be a photographer so i don't yeah. know how that happened but okay. <laughs> so the youngsters today they won't tolerate parents telling them what to do they will look for a company that fits their model so it has to have a purpose has to have a cause it might have to be green yeah um and, and it have to fit with them and they won't go and join an organization until it does so if you want to attract talent, you've got to be the, uh, an organisation with a clear purpose where people buy into it. And you can, you can go back to the wheel and go round the wheel and go, actually, if I did it very quickly, um, I'd just say you'd have to have a, a really good story, yeah. clear leadership, communicated really well throughout the organisation, managers that care about you, uh, that are going to motivate and stretch you, uh, managers that, you know, a company that listens to you, that has a clear set of values, that believes and lives and breathes those values as well they're going to start to look to join those organisations. Mm. So when you're trying to attract talent into an organisation, that's what they're going to look for. And also, so you'll go through phases. So they'll join for that reason, then they'll see their career path, and then they'll do the self-actualisation piece. Yeah. So you've got lots... Um, yeah. We, lots we talked about lots of things changing post this, and I think yeah. that, that need for some security will... Well, it's going to be heightened right now because Maslow isn't a pyramid, actually. It's a series of blocks. And if you suddenly uh, lose your wealth or or something like this comes along and you you lose your livelihood almost, you're going to go back into defender mode. You're going to go into survival mode. So, you know, it's going to be a completely different motivation to what you're used to and you'll be grappling with different stuff. Brilliant. Okay, Steve, thank you for what I, you know, hope for our listeners is a really informative uh, podcast as ever it's great to have a conversation with you i've taken away some things myself which i'll be implementing today um as well as sort of amplifying some of those other good things that we're doing um if people want to get hold of you let's not do the email address again <laughs> uh what's your website where can people uh, find a, out more it, about what you do it's a, fortunately the same <laughs> so um, maybe i'll give my mobile uh, yeah. 07971882628 probably just give me a call uh, or drop me a text Thank you, Steve from Skills for Business. Uh, It's great to have had you on the podcast. And listeners, I really hope you found that useful. We're here to support you. It's the message from both Evolve and Inspire in these uh, challenging times. And please stay safe. Thank you. I really do hope you found that podcast helpful and useful with some practical thoughts and ideas that you can adopt in your organisations. So please do reach out to me at warren.munson at evolvemembers.com if you want to discuss the content of this podcast further. Both Inspire and Evolve are continuing to support our clients in these challenging times and also putting out practical guidance and resources on our website 
So please do go to inspire.uk.net and evolvemembers.com to find out more. As I've said, I do hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if so, please do rate, review and subscribe to future episodes. For now, please do stay safe and look after your teams and families. Thank you for listening.